Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mike's coming back at you with another episode of Fully Loaded KC. It's been a couple weeks since we've been in studio, but uh, coming back with another show for you guys this week. Going to talk a lot of uh, random sports and actually this week live sports return. The Kansas City Royals will be in action this week. They're doing, is it a scrimmage today? Yeah, uh, or scr- I say scrimmage. I say scrimmage. What do they call it? Uh, I don't know what they what they call it. Um, not, it's like a pre, not preseason. Some, preseason summer football. camp. I know camp. that the, the Yankees and Mets are calling there's a summer camp, and actually, yeah. I have watched some of that. It's cool. Yeah. There's no fans. Well, they have like car- they have the cardboard cutout. Cardboard thing. cutouts, okay. dude. Uh, if anybody, if anybody kind of wants to figure out who is like the preseason favorite for MLB, it's the Yanks. They were hitting, they were hitting bombs, like off nets, and they're, they're just messing around. One of the guys is wearing like a face mask because he, you know, he's, you know, and people are giving him crap for yeah. it. Bah, whatever. But like, dude, they're hitting bombs, and it's kind of cool to see it. I don't care. I mean, I obviously for everybody, the having a crowd there is a better uh, like environment. And yes, but I, I still want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, the Royals are supposed to play the Astros tonight. Uh, in uh, like I said, I don't know. I want to call it an inner squad. Wait, game. Why, why do you say supposed? Is it? Are they well, they're they're talking about because uh, of the rain oh, that's heard. going on right okay. now. Any... This is obviously Monday. I don't know that you guys will see this today, but Monday, July twentieth today. Yeah, July twentieth. So, but uh, but yeah, the, so they're going to play the Astros today and tomorrow. I, I did see some stuff yesterday that Dusty Baker was talking about. Maybe the Astros weren't even going to travel up here because of the rain. But this morning I saw that. They are going to go ahead and travel that they think the field will be okay tonight because this rain is supposed to stop and then uh, move on out of here and it's going to warm up, get the field dry. You know, we have great grounds crew people out at the K, get the diamond ready, and uh, that'll be on Fox Sports Kansas City, I believe, tonight. Sweet. Uh, 7, 7.05? Yeah, maybe, I'll have it. Yeah. I mean, I'll be working, but I'll have it on. I'll, I'll have be it watching. On. Yeah, I'll have it on. Uh and we were talking about uh, MLS got going. Yes, a little bit. Uh, we were texting back and forth during the sporting game. We were. So you turned it off. Yep. And then and they came back and won. They came back and won. I was. I actually put some money on the game on just sporting to win straight up. So you're welcome. Thank you, Gary, for turning it off and getting your bad luck juju. Yeah. Out of my face. Uh, sporting actually almost uh, kind of dropped the ball. Two red cards for Colorado. So it was. It was a Sporting's 11 on 9, and they still almost lost. One thing that's, that, that kind of is not great, I, well, I mean, I don't want to be negative Nancy about MLS coming back, which is really awesome that they they were the first big league to figure it out and uh, put put a really cool uh, model together, which is group play, and then you get out of group play, and then you play a tournament, which is kind of like Champions League. Um, and the, the, the model is great. MLS has done an awesome job. The weather's not great. Yeah. It's a hundred some degrees. The humidity's insane, and so these guys are. They're, they're in Orlando, also, right? Yeah, and they're hurting. I mean, you can watch the players; they're sweating. It's yeah. hard. It ain't. Yeah. It, it's not the best weather to play in. Um, but Sporting got the dub. So what happens then is they have another game. Uh, I don't even know. I, I don't I know. I think it's like Thursday or Friday, something like that. Anyways, if they end up winning, they get out of group play and they go to the tournament. We have a talented team, super young, a uh, couple older guys. Of course, Beasler is still there, and then Zussi. and then Zussi's still there. Zussi had a goal, 
because he's amazing. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed watching it and I enjoyed betting on the games, which was really fun. Instead of betting on uh, Korean, Korean baseball, Korean baseball yeah. which was I don't watch, but I still bet on it because I'm a little bit degenerate. Of a, y- yes, true. Were you guys betting on the horse races at all this weekend? I have not. Saratoga. Yeah. I didn't. I did not. I did not jump on it. I I I, I saw. I saw. Yeah, my guy, you know, my guys I follow at Barstool were, like, posting stuff about it. And I'm like, oh, dude, get on there. But, no, I, I didn't jump on and do that. I should have. Because horse race betting is actually really fun, even though you have no clue what you're doing. And it's, like, a random horse. And you literally pick – you, like, pick a horse because of the name. I don't know. It's really fun. But at the same time, I'm like, just, whatever. So Yeah, no, like, I remember the very first time I met Brett Beach, he was talking about Justify, the racehorse. And how he was super excited for the races. So it was like 2017, and he's a huge racehorse fan. I had no there you idea. go. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So if you ever want to get him talking, talk about racehorses. Well, that actually makes me like him better. I, I will definitely. You know, he's a guy that right now, if he told me to bet on a certain horse, I would listen because his word is pretty much gold around here, Kansas City. So oh, so that we can use that to segue into what we want to talk about with Chris Jones. Yes. Wow. Uh, because they said. They, being the Twitter world and everything out there, all the people, the Twitter keyboard warriors, were like, oh, now that the Chiefs signed Mahomes, they're never going to get this Chris Jones deal done. I mean, I saw a lot of tweets saying they're not going to have the money. I mean, we kind of went into the offseason with, what, $177 worth of cap space? Something like that. And Veach is a cap magician. Um you know, we want to talk about yeah, when you go to the previous kind of GM, which is Dorsey. Dorsey's really good at evaluating talent. Dorsey's really good at drafting. At the same time, he was really bad at cap. It's like real bad at cap. And mm-hmm. our, you know, uh, Veach, on the other hand, is a super sharp dude. Um, well, Dorsey's sharp too, but Veach, as far as cap space goes, uh, he has the thing figured out. If you really want to see some cool numbers and like, if you're into that kind of stuff, cap stuff, like. Look how way Jones's contract is structured. It's insane as far as like things converting into bonuses versus other things versus uh, like like a signing bonus. Like I don't know, it, it, like yeah. it's all weird the way you got to figure it out. But I want Chiefs fans, you got to know this: in three to four years, it get it it is going to get hard to keep everybody. Like Veach will probably pull something out. But it's like there's no way. There's no way, and if, I think eventually the uh, the conversation will go, uh, Kelsey or Hill, it, it'll get there, and and you know, unfortunately that's how that that's the nature of the business in the NFL. That's parity. Yep. That's why the NFL is so good. It's because you can't just keep all star teams all the time, which is when you look at the Chiefs' offense is kind of what we have right now, and then really with the defense is kind of building up too. So we have a lot of guys with a lot of money committed. Uh, but anyways, they, you know, that Chris day. Chris Jones, four years, though. Four years. 85 million? 85. 60's guaranteed. Uh, what Chris Jones was looking for was, basically he was looking for the $100 million mark, but he was looking for over $20 million a year, which we actually got him. Mm-hmm. So they ended up talking him down to a uh, lesser years, and they got him signed. And so Chiefs fans can be happy about that. Um I wasn't going to be upset if they traded him because I yeah. understood. Like, yeah, that's okay. Hey, you can't pay everybody. It's all good. But the way – also the way Mahomes structured his contract allowed Chris Jones to get this signing. 
So I say everybody's got to give Brett Veach so far an A-plus on, on his GM rating right now. And not only that, I think, I'm sure you guys saw Trev Taylor earlier talking about how Chris Jones knew the deal was done when Pat texted him and said, let's get this thing done. I left some on the table. Let's get this thing done. And that's when he knew that that was when the Chiefs were going to get it done. Yeah. What a quarterback. I know. I, I mean, that that like everything that I have heard about Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I haven't personally met him, but I have not read really anything negative about the guy. Like, I mean, you know, a lot of guys would have said, I mean, he, he could have broke the bank. I mean, he, he did sign a record-breaking contract, and, yes, he's going to make a ton of money. But, like, he, he could have gotten more out of the Chiefs and said, no, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah, you know what and, he did? didn't. He's like, no, let's do what we can to keep this thing together. And, I mean, legitimately, I would say at least for the next five seasons, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl conversation every year. Yeah, I agree with Del Matt. I think the uh, what he could have done is is Pat could have gone with a with less years, more money per year, but instead he opted for the the, make, the super long years, and then this and the kind of a weird uh, guaranteed money mm-hmm. type schedule they have going on um, because he just wanted security. And then he said it. He said it multiple times in interviews. I saw him get interviewed. Uh, the last one I've watched was with at the golf tournament he was at. Uh, and he okay. talked. And he talked about what he wanted security for his family, for his mom and dad, and blah 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 blah. And like, and and, and he also mentioned, and I want to have a competitive team around me. Mm-hmm. He understands if you win, if you if you can possibly win multiple rings, uh, your marketability after you're done playing it skyrockets. Oh, absolutely. Just like Joe Montana, mm-hmm. just like Peyton Manning. You know, Tom Brady guys, once he hangs it up. Oh, I mean, dude. He'll get every endorsement he can. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, the thing is, the Chiefs, I mean, it's kind of crazy to say this because we've been, I've been a Chiefs fan for a long time. They literally have done every single thing right. <laughs> like, right. And, and, and like, seven, no, not even seven, eight or nine or ten years ago, uh, the organization's in a weird spot where they're paying Matt Castle 60, 60 <laughs> yeah. some million bucks. And stuff like that. PLA does. PLA's way cheap. He's getting guys off of waivers, and they don't know what they're doing. Instead, right now, what we have is we have an offense that is literally ranked number one in the league, and we drafted a, a running back from LSU that is insane, mm-hmm. and we got a linebacker from uh, Mississippi St- Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, Willie Gay Jr. And, and that's under that's that was kind of underrated because he punched a quarterback or something. Nah, whatever. Yeah, but he's going to be insane too. And I'm like, dude, this team, they're about to run it back. Yeah, and as we are recording this, the Chiefs rookies are reporting to one Arrowhead Drive uh, to get – today is just a day of COVID testing for all the rookies. They have to get tested two days in a row and 24 hours apart and have two negative tests, and then they can begin the, the actual learning or practicing, being on the field, around coaches, all those things. So – the Chiefs and Texans, because they open the season on that Thursday night, and yes, they will open the season on that Thursday night. It's going to happen. I think so, I'm too. speaking it into existence. I think uh, so. I think they will. But, uh, but yeah, so the Chiefs and Texans rookies are reporting today. Um, all NFL players will report to camp by the 28th is the last day. 
So. I was yeah, I was I was watching. Uh, uh, I think Maxie was talking about it earlier today. It was like the teams had to come up with some kind of plan for yeah. COVID and all that stuff. And only three, I think three. I don't know who the third team is. I can't remember. Three out of thirty-two teams have come up with their plan. Once again, the Chiefs are ahead of the game and doing the right thing, and they're one of the first teams to come up with their their plan for mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, dude, how lucky are we right now to have? I mean. Like literally the best franchise in the NFL right now. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's right there. So I mean, it's hard to argue against the Chiefs being the best franchise. No, I mean, I, I mean, you can't really poke a hole in it. No, it's just everything. I mean, everything. Like you said, even with the COVID stuff, you know, there, there's a big conference call today with the NFL and representatives. I think from each team, like players' union or something, um, to kind of go over some of that stuff because the players. They have a lot of questions. They've been tweeting it out. I believe the players do want to play, and that's what they've been saying, but they just have a lot of questions. Like, how is it going to work if I get it? You know, am I still going to get my salary? Or how long do I have to be quarantined? And, right. you know, what if I take it home and give it to my wife or my kids or, you know, all those things. And, yes, all that needs to be answered. The NFL, I believe, will find a way. Why the NFL waited until the week of training camp to to kind of come up with this stuff, I don't know, but I believe they'll get they'll get it done, and the players will start. Like I said, they start reporting this week, so it's exciting. Yeah, for me, I mean, too much money to be left out there. Yeah. if they don't do anything, and uh, NFL also doesn't want to be one of the only leagues that doesn't do anything because MLB is going, MLS is going, uh, NHL is going, mm-hmm. and so NBA. NFL, and the NFL it really prides himself, in, as, uh, especially lately, in being kind of one of the uh, the the top league in the U.S. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, as far as getting stuff done and and and, and as far as ratings and all that stuff. So of course the NFL is going to have a season. Uh, they'll just figure it out, which is going to make things interesting, uh, especially for teams going forward. Uh, this season, as far as predicting records and stuff, because you don't know who's gonna. Uh, some yeah. there's players that will catch COVID, mm-hmm. and will have to be quarantined for two weeks, and they'll miss a couple games, and so that's when it comes to the fact where oh, uh, most underrating signing that no one's talking about with KC, we signed Matt Moore back to a one year deal. Yep. And so one thing that happens with that is uh, we got our backup guy back. I think he t- what he did was he tested the market, and uh, not too much out there for him. And so he comes back here. He knows the system. He actually uh, was, I think it was 2-1 last year. Um, dude's not, like, world beater. He doesn't throw for 400 yards a game. What he does is he throws for 200 yards a game, and then he does he throws zero interceptions, and he, and he throws touchdowns, and he puts you in a spot to win, mm-hmm. which is what you want your backup to do. And so it's awesome. So, if you know, God forbid if Mahomes <laughs> caught it, more steps in, and, and we're good to go because he knows the offense. So things will get really interesting. Uh, teams that are not deep on talent might struggle if some of their more talented guys catch yeah. it and have to be quarantined. Um, so, so there we go. One, one of the another big sticking point I know for the for the players versus the teams is teams and owners really want to have two preseason games so that everyone has a home game. So that they can practice, you know, these these COVID things that they're going to put into place in their stadium. Okay. Okay. Um, but the players don't want any preseason games. I understand that. I, I definitely so understand that. I what what's probably going to end up happening is we're going to have one, and so half the teams will get preseason game, and half the teams won't because they'll be on the road. But I I think again I think the NFL will work it out with the players and 
we'll we'll have you know one game and and I get it like the players if they play two preseason games that's more exposure for them to possibly getting it because then you're around more people right I mean because you got to think like not only is it the 53 man roster and I mean you probably have 15 coaches 20 coaches and then you know you've got trainers you've got support staff that are in the building I mean you got all these other people that run an organization and so I, I mean I totally get it especially the players with you know families that, that have kids at home I mean that's one thing kind of just in, in regular America where teachers are a little afraid like what if I go to school and I catch COVID while I'm teaching and then I take it home and give it to my kids and you know how how is all that going to work so I mean it'll all get worked out and it is scary because nobody really has the answer but the NFL put something in place, I'm sure. How much yeah. pressure do you think those rookies are under, too? Because they're already afraid of making that roster. They're already right. yeah. like, they're on edge. So how is it during a pandemic that they're so worried about not catching something that you can't even see? Because it's just like, hey, that's what they have to do to make the team. If they're not able to practice because they have COVID, then they're not able to be seen. So this is like do or die crunch time, and it's fighting during the middle of a pandemic. Like, how would you guys feel in that yeah. situation? Uh, especially, you know, you're like your undrafted free agents. You know, your top, yeah. your your first round picks, your second round picks, even your third round picks are pretty much going to get a roster spot. But after that, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. These guys are fighting for their lives, their livelihood. I mean, they prepared their whole life to get a chance at the NFL, and it has to be a scary time. I know, you know, for me, I'd be nervous because, yeah, if you get COVID during camp, that I mean, that's your time. And really, uh, your, your yeah, preseason. Yeah, for two weeks. Yeah, your preseason game. I mean, that's when these coaches evaluate that talent. And so taking those opportunities away, it's definitely going to be interesting, uh, you know, for, for all those rookies and free agents um, and, and all those. I mean, that's another thing, too. Like the, the guys that are free agents this year or will be free agents after this year that they have to worry about, like that are in a contract year. Yeah, you know what? Sure. What if I get the COVID and then I miss two or three games? Yeah, I mean, and then I have that much less film to show to get my next contract. Yeah, I mean, that, and that goes to uh, what some of the guys from like, like even like the other leagues, like MLB, was kind of talking about that too. Like shortened season, uh, we can't. You know, if we're a free agent, we we're not going to be able to uh, pitchers specifically. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be able to pitch as many games. Da 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 da. So this is all just kind of like. Uh, this is all just kind of like uh, there you go. I'll take that. This is all there just kind of like thanks. Service. This is all just kind of like you know it's all uncharted territory. Um, kind of you know it's just it, it's kind of I say I, I don't want to say I was gonna say exciting. It's not exciting. It's interesting. <laughs> interesting is what it yeah. is. Um, so all the teams will figure it out and, and you know and we'll go. But like I said, I think everything's gonna like, and we've talked about it, everything's gonna move forward, mm -hmm. and we're gonna have a season because there is too, too many much money. There's too many dollar signs out there for somebody not to have a season, and uh, it's gonna do it. One thing I don't know, and maybe y'all know, if you catch it, can you can you get it again? No. So you're yeah. good. From what I've heard, it's kind of like chicken pox. Yeah. I can't remember that. Okay, so I didn't I didn't know that. I actually hadn't looked at that. So like these guys get it. Like they're like after that <laughs> after that. Yeah. Their, their money. Well, so. That's what, so that's what Dabo was trying to do in Clemson, basically with those camps and like having all those guys uh, report, they're all going to get it. And they're all, it's like herd immunity. And I'm like, I don't think I would trust the head coach with a, uh, to put, 
I don't think you would ever put their lives at risk. I don't think that's something that would be intentional. So we'll see if they get it. You know, it's once. interesting, man, because average average age. I think I, I did see a stat: average age of someone that's passed away um, from COVID is seventy seven. Right. So it's typically somebody. It's typically somebody that would have passed away from having the regular flu, mm-hmm. or you know, something like that, which is unfortunate. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. But the thing at the same time, like, I don't want to. You know, you don't want to catch it. No, I don't, yeah, don't want to be sick. It. Being sick sucks. And I don't want Patrick Mahomes to ever be exposed to COVID. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, no, it, dude. Be like, not only just Mahomes, obviously, it's like any athlete should not have to put their livelihood at stake in order to entertain the masses. Yeah. But they're also getting stir crazy. Like, if we mm-hmm. are all going to be shut down this fall, it's going to be a really weird time for sports. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I, and here in Kansas, I mean, it's kind of a crazy deal. You know, our governor issued last week she said in the press conference like no school till after labor day today she's actually going to sign that executive order and so that basically means big question mark for high school sports because you know basically she's saying we can't start until school starts you know the the first high school game in kansas football wise was supposed to be september 4th um that friday but uh you know now with with this new deal everybody's kind of interpreting different so hopefully Keisha will come out with something this week to kind of let us know what we can and cannot do. Um, you know, I mean, I know right now with our workouts, we're practicing social distancing. We're wearing masks. Coaches, we're wearing masks the whole time. The kids wear them um, when they transition and when they show up and when they leave. So, okay. and then in between there, we're keeping them six feet apart. So, I mean, we're, we're doing everything we can. And I mean, I'm wipe, I wipe down. I don't know how many dumbbells today and, and bars that we used, weight bars. So, yeah, with Clorox wipes, disinfectant wipes after we got done. I mean, I went through about half a thing of them wiping all these dumbbells and everything down. So, it's, I mean, there's big question marks everywhere. But, I mean, like you said, with the NFL, there's just too much money at stake. And They're going like to find a way to get it done. Every, every, I mean, really every professional league, there's yeah. just it's too much cash. Uh, left on the table, plus people at home are hungry for sports. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of drive ad revenue up and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, you're not a soccer guy, uh, but you were watching it. Yeah. Like I said, I was texting you during the game, and you were watching it. And I was like, I've watched, right. I've actually watched, you know, Sporting's played twice. Uh-huh. I watched a half each time. So yeah. I've watched the equivalent of <laughs> a full the, game. He, wa- he watches a half, and he, he texts me and goes, I don't know about, I don't know if I want to keep watching. I'm like, yeah. All right. Not thanks. only that, but like, I think the best story is that I was telling, uh, we were texting, and I said something like, oh, yeah, because we were talking about my computer technical issues. And I said, yeah, I missed my 30 minutes of my son's soccer game. He goes, well, you didn't miss much. It's only soccer. I'm like, yeah. that's the attitude that we know and love. What the heck, man? <laughs> yeah. What the heck, man? It's soccer. You got to build this up. It's a sport. It's a sport. <laughs> no, I, I, I love, I love, I, I do love, you know, the, the, the guys that can compete and play that and the fans. Yeah, you got to respect it no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I, I do. I and have no skills when it comes to soccer. I think I picked dandelions and made necklaces in the field as a yeah. kid. So There you go. I mean, I I mean it, it takes a real athlete to be able to run and kick a ball in stride. I actually think, I actually think soccer, well, I mean, without thinking too much, I really feel like a lot of soccer players are pro- like the, like a second, second or third best group of athletes uh, as far as the sport goes. For the first best athletes, I think offensive linemen mm-hmm. to, to be that big and move that fast. I feel like yeah. they're the best athletes in the world. Yeah. But soccer's right there because, like, you're literally running the whole time. And you're also literally using your brain the whole time to make sure you're in the right formation and doing the whole thing. Uh, football, you get, you know, you run a play and then you get to take a little time off. You know, of course, 
I mean, I'm sorry, baseball guys. It's not, you know, you know, you know I've seen. Pablo Sandoval can wander. Sandoval is actually who I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's even, he- I saw him, he's even heavier like- right now. He's a big boy, yeah. but, he's but, hitting, but he's hitting bombs. Yeah, but the hardest, the hardest thing to do in, in all of sports is to hit the baseball. That's I coming agree. at you like 90 miles an hour. I agree. And, and you're standing there. So, anyway, I mean, it, it's interesting. And, yes, we want live sports. You know, I'm even so far into it that, yes, I've watched the equivalent of one game of soccer. It's great. Sporting I'm glad you, you brought your horizons, man. So, it's great. Yeah. But you can thank me for not watching the second half thank of you. the sporting game <laughs> because they came back and won. I made a little money on that. So, so uh, you can pay me now some money, too. I don't want to do that. Because I'm broke. So I need some money. I was actually counting on you to turn it off, and that's actually why I bet it. So oh, I'm not paying okay. you. Well, we might have a casino sponsor soon. Ooh. Uh, so what? you got to get your betting habits in order. Yes. So you're going to have to start pumping money into that soon. Hey, yeah, one, once once Crap. I get money right. coming in, uh, I will be more than happy <laughs> to, to do me that. And get, me and Gary on the craps table is, probably, uh, is a pretty good time. Yeah, it is. As long as as long as, as, long as those as dice as, are coming up. As long right. as the dice are coming right. <laughs> it's fun. And not, you know, crap me out and – yeah, twenty minutes. No. But what about poker? There's always poker that you could, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't really play too, I mean, we played a little we bit at played a little bit. before. We we did some tournaments before. Yeah, I feel like if you sit down like at a dollar, like you know, one dollar, two dollar, like sit and go table. Yeah. I feel like there's that guy there that just has a thousand dollars that goes all in, just because he sees you sit down with like a hundred or two hundred yeah. bucks. And he's like, oh, I'm just – like, you raise a little bit, and then he just no, goes all now in. Now, hold on. Do you remember when I had – to buy you out of the pot. Like, were, you at, were, you, were you at Ameristar when I had the nuts against a guy like that? No, and I was I, not there. No, you what? were there. You were. Maybe I was. Maybe, Maybe. it was physically, but no, not. No, I was, I, was yeah. I was in the – I was in the – Maybe I had had a few beverages. <laughs> I just don't remember. Yeah, don't I had, call him out like that often. I, not, I feel like Joey and them were there. I had the nuts against a guy like that. And yeah. I, I was like, all right. And I pushed in, I think, on like 40 bucks or whatever. And so he called me, and I, I got him. And I was like, all right, time to cash out. And, like, the dude was like, bleh, 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 and he just oh, yeah. out. you leaving right so now? Blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. I'm, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I was at – Oh, yeah, big time. I was at Harris one time um, with Joey. Joey was there. And I was playing, like – because they closed the craps table down from, like, 4 in the morning to, like, 8 or something. I don't know. And, you know, we yeah, we, we were a lot younger then. So we were staying up all night. Yeah. And uh, – I went to go play poker, and Joey was just kind of watching. And I got, like, a big hand against some guy like that that pushed me all in. And I was, like, thinking for a long time, even though I knew I had him, and I just, like, pushed in. And then I was, like, all right, I'm leaving. And the guy's, like, you're just going to take my money and leave? And I was, like, yes, yeah, I am. That, that's kind of the point. Yes, I it? am. Like, it's a sit-and-go table, I just, my guy. I just won, like, three or 400 bucks, like, in one hand. And I was, like, see ya, suckers. See ya. <laughs> Like Sorry. It, that's it's a sit and go. So yeah. when you get up, like you, whenever you're ready, you just go. You bye bye. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like like give money back to the yeah. guy. Oh, you're that's not gonna give me a my money back? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I no, I love this ticket to guys like that. So yeah, that's amazing. Are you yeah. ready? To, are you ready to transition into something that's a little negative? Okay, what do we got? The Washington football team. Oh yeah, that's which that's is your, one of your favorite football teams of all time. No, they have one of the worst owners of all time. Mm-hmm. And which, uh, as a Cowboys fan, <laughs> I, I love that Daniel Snyder is the owner of the Redskins because he's never done a good thing as the owner of the Redskins. It's not even so they're they're a mess. Like you see the stuff coming out, and you like I remember that like I don't remember what day it was. Thursday. What when did that article come out? Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Friday. Okay, so or Friday. It was Friday. Yeah. So like 
I'm seeing stuff on Twitter and stuff like that. There's articles coming out. Washington Post has this article about Washington. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, I see stuff like my buddies. I, I put something on Facebook. And my buddy's like, man, I think they got Snyder, like, tied to, like, like Epstein and, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, what? What? So it wasn't that yeah. terrible. But it is really terrible. Yeah. So they have – they had 15 women who accused people in the organization – not Snyder or Bruce Allen, the GM, but other people in the organization uh, of sexual harassment. Now, kind of like with race, you and I can't really speak a lot to the sexual harassment that women in sports go through because it happens. It's wrong. Besides, it happen, yeah, but it I does. say besides saying, yeah, no, no experience. But besides saying that it's super shitty to yeah. treat somebody differently because of their gender. Yeah. Or to downplay somebody or to create a culture that is, uh, I don't know, like where men are like, I don't know. It feels like a like 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 you read some of the parts of the, I, and I, I'm a cliff note, so I've read some of the stuff on the post. I haven't read the whole thing. But it feels, I'm like, is this like, like what is this, like the 1950s? Yeah. Like these guys are like running this thing and like cat calling girls and like, yeah, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, or, or saying it's like. If a girl wears a low-cut shirt, like, having to comment on her breasts, like, that that, that has no place in, in the workplace. Like, yeah. And the thing is, like, happen. you should be out, you should be fired, and, yeah, and, we should, and we should make fun of you because you're a loser uh, you know, for saying stuff like that. Here's the deal about it, too. Dan Snyder, I don't think, was named in any of that no, stuff, No, he right? was not. And the reason he's not named in that, too, and it's just, just what I'm thinking – it's because he's really not, he's a, he's kind of absentee, right? Mm -hmm. He's just really not there. He's really not there day like, to day. Yeah. He's not. Uh, we're lucky we have in KC we have an owner who actually gives a shit. Who like Clark Hunt, mm -hmm. who's here. I don't I don't think he's day to day. Right, he's but mostly he, in Dallas. As far as so. communicate, as far as <laughs> as far as communication goes, though, I know he's talking to Reed. I know he's talking to Veach. Yeah. I know he's talking to those guys. His influence is is really felt on there. Every single thing you've ever seen about Snyder, as far as re uh, as far as the Washington football team goes, is that it's negative. Yes, <laughs> the dude does not know football and, I mean, at all. They they put out a release saying they were retiring their name, uh, and on the release was it was the letterhead with the name and the logo on there. It's so stupid. that they're retiring. They're so it's like, why you you retired it, but yet you you put it out on that letterhead. So now. One thing, one thing that would be a positive uh, for, or sorry, would be a negative for everybody in the NFC East, is if they forced Snyder to sell, yes. which they should. Uh, it would immediately make the Washington Football Team a better team, a better organization. Mm -hmm. But as far as right now, because I mean, you you do no hear for that. everybody in the Kansas City Chiefs organization always mentions Clark Hunt. They love that it dude. It starts at the top. They love him, and so Snyder's kind of the opposite of that right now and everybody hates him now he may not have been named in these things but he's not there uh, yeah but i'm sure he probably knew some of these guys and knew comments they would make and just didn't care yeah and probably just laughed it off or whatever and that's i mean that's not okay either now you know we're both guys when a pretty lady wear is wearing something tight i mean you notice it i i know i mean i'm, a, I'm a one woman it. guy man i i, I I don't, but Aww, I got the blinders on. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, See, look, you just got yeah. the blinders so on, dude. There you go. Got the I, blinders I mean, on. I can tell you for 
for a fact, uh, as a woman that was the first female sports radio host here in Kansas City ever, yeah. 810 was nothing but professional. Everyone at 810 has done nothing but be nice, except for Keith Smith. Which, by the way, you guys, are, you guys <laughs> Big have jerk. Missed, uh, uh Quentin Lucas dunking on Keith Smith on Twitter. Uh, Keith Smith just tweeted out something about... Today? Uh, yeah. Just oh, wow. Literally like 10 minutes ago. Uh, he said, uh, maybe a new slogan for you, Keith Smith, could be, go get a job. Or something, oh. something along those lines. But he just top wrote My it. guy, but anyways, yeah. But everyone at A10 was great. Um, 610 was horrible, just dealing with people like that. I was never working for them, ever. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really an employee of A10, but I was on their airwaves. But 610, people over there have been sexually harassing my friends and myself for a year. Not all current people, but, you know, it, yeah. it's... it's it's something along the lines of like, you just know when someone's about to cross that line as a woman. You know when someone's about ready to say something to you and you just brace yourself. But like, I can tell you that being in sports basically means that you get a thick skin, like rhino thick, to the mm-hmm. point where anyone could say anything about you at any time. Most of the time it's about your body and it's weird. Um, cause I never really realized that it was somebody's place to comment on that, especially in the workplace and how common people think it is like, and they, they put up with it. Um, I take meetings and I've tweeted about the meetings that I've taken and yeah. the guys have been like, yeah, so I uh, really want to see your tits. And I'm like wearing a hoodie and jeans and they're just like saying off the wall shit. So I think it comes down to the personnel and like the people. I don't yeah. think it's a man thing because I have plenty of guy friends, including you guys, who have never crossed that line and have never right. been weird. And it's like one of those things that you start to appreciate your guy friends that don't make shit weird. So taking that from just personal day-to-day experience and then going into the workforce, especially in sports, guys just in sports for some reason, it's like you see a woman and you're like, ah, all right, here we go. Easy target almost. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way because HR should have been stepping in. Yeah. And, like, in that article, what they mentioned, no HR department. Right. And uh, – Yeah, it was, like, one person. Yeah, one person. That's crazy. Usually doing one thing – yeah. One thing it is is kind of true with any kind of work environment as if uh, you let – it's, like, whatever – if there's, like, a majority of the people that work in the, in, in the workplace, like, act a certain way or, or are a certain type of person – they actually attract the same kind of people to come work there. Yeah. So it turns into like a cycle where it's mm-hmm. basically the same kind of guys. So it's a cult. When we talk about culture, mm-hmm. that's the culture. Mm-hmm. So the culture for the Washington football team was trash, masculinity. Yeah. Um, and then you like kind of even look, I mean, it's crazy too. You kind of look at the success or the failures of the team and you go, yeah, it makes sense why they sucked. They sucked yeah. because there was no organization of bad people. They it just, it's a bunch of up. rotten, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of rotten people. Yeah. And then when you look at the teams that are built with guys, well, man, Robert Kraft, when you look at, <laughs> when you look at, uh, when you look at the team, he's single, he's technically single. So it's all good. Yeah. yeah. He, he but like when you, when you, yeah, like, I mean, you know, actually, yeah, that's, that's, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he paid, I'm sure he paid that young lady yes, a lot sure of money. Of age, you know? Yeah, so that's like, true. But it, I would you guarantee know? as far as the Patriots organization goes, it's probably pretty like yeah. Belichick ain't putting up with nothing, right? Belichick work, like going to the Washington and like just stepping into that shit show. Oh, Belichick, oh, will, man. Belichick would be like, fired, nope, I'm out. Fired, 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 fired. Yeah. Fired, fired. <laughs> yeah. Cause Belichick could call 20 guys and they'd be like, yeah, I'll come work for you. Yeah. High character. Exactly. Belichick's always a high character guy. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is a lot of the organizations that are like do well are organizations where you can actually see that it, it, it's 
organized, and there's people in there that are respectful. Patriots, Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chiefs, right now. Uh, even the Niners, right now. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the you know first female coaches that you guys interviewed, right? Yeah. No, well, her no, sister. no, no. We interviewed her sister. sister. Yeah, like yeah. Sowers, like yeah. like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. organizations like that. Yeah. They're doing really well. Seattle with mm-hmm. Pete Carroll, and that's, you know, who's a and cool that's, dude. She so, was I mean, in, like, dude, you know, Sowers, she was in Atlanta with Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And so that's how she got to San Francisco. So I think the only thing that the criticism-wise that I've ever heard about the Chiefs and the front office, it was a few years back, was about not being diverse enough, basically. Right. So mm-hmm. there was a lack of uh, understanding and empathy on that level. But I think what we've seen in the last couple months from the Chiefs I never thought there'd be a day that the Hunt family would come out and speak out against racism. Like, yeah. I know that they don't need to, but, like, the fact that they did is such a strong statement. Um, Kansas City has needed, you know, an organization like the Chiefs to do well because it really and truly affects the entire city. And so yeah, when I the agree. Chiefs come out and they come out and say, hey, look, we're not putting up with this shit, it, that kind of sets the precedent for the rest of the city, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. And the thing is, too, about our, our coaching staff is you can look at our coaching staff and it's super diverse. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, basically, BNME is like a right-hand man for Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Which run- Brad Childress did for a long time and did yeah. a great job. But, like, BNME just takes it up a notch. I yep. Like. Uh, he's a big-time stud. I actually think <laughs> I actually think he's going to – I think BNME is going to be our next head coach after he leaves. I would love Because he's kind sure. of like uh, – uh, he's got Andy Reid student big time, and just uh, a lot of things you hear about him. You're like, dude, this dude is way sharp, yeah. and the players love this guy. But the Chiefs have always been really good about you know diversity uh, and stuff like that. So it, it's nice to be proud and go, you know what? I'm glad my organization doesn't have that stuff, especially lately, especially lately mm-hmm. with with the Andy Reid and, uh, uh, reign around that was here. Incredible. You know, the way yeah. that he came out, he's like, I'm just gonna listen. You know, my mom always told me to Reed's sit back man. and listen. It's like. That's all it takes, you know. Like, obviously, we're all white people, yes. and for us to sit back and listen is the only thing that we can do. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Leon Douglas, the head football coach at North Kansas City. You know, talking to him last fall, he did the uh, minority internship with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, even coming in there, you know, obviously, like he's not a high level guy within the Chiefs organization, but he was with them all camp. And he said Andy Reid knew who he was, talked to him every day, treated him, told everybody, hey, this guy's on our staff for this month, so treat him as you would me. And just for Andy Reid to say that, I mean, that, that's a big deal mm-hmm. because I've heard other stories of other organizations of guys who have went on that opportunity and, you know, they're get, they get sent to do laundry or – you know, no, he was on the field learning from That's incredible. those other coaches. Reed's the best. I mean, um, we're, 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 we're really, lu- we're really no, lucky I mean, right now. He has I mean, no it's, vices besides cheeseburgers. Like, yeah, and like, that's fine. That's I mean, fine. who doesn't we're enjoy lucky to have this guy, man? <laughs> I mean, we're, uh, um, we're like, we're really lucky yeah. to have him as our coach. He's a great dude, and I think he's going to be here for a while. So. Yeah. But so yeah, to circle so. back to Washington, don't don't treat women like shit. Just because they're women, don't treat people of color like shit. Just because they have color on their skin, like just be nice to people. One thing too is uh, I do know. I do think they have the right guy as far as head coach. I think they have the right guy going forward. Yeah, Ron as Rivera. As, I think Rivera is, is like highly respected, mm-hmm. um, and like a man's man. Unlike Jay Gruden, man, yeah. like Jay Gruden for <laughs> sure. Uh, man, you know he's a guy. You know 
people like his players in Carolina really loved him. He's an Andy Reid. They were super descendant. Is he really? Yeah, he came from the coaching tree. Oh, for, nice. Yeah, like, he was, was he in Philly? Um, I can't remember where he was. It might have actually been Green Bay. The Green Bay tree? Maybe. By the way, if you ever want to – Either way, if you want to see a, like a, a crazy coaching tree, look at the – Is that like, Green Bay? It's either 95 or 96. Yeah. yeah. The Holmgren staff, it's insane. I'm like, how did you guys not? Uh, that Maybe also is. Now, yeah. like, it's a like, testament. Yes. It's a testament to how hard it is to actually win a Super Bowl because mm-hmm. that, that coaching staff is insane. It's so good. Like Dungy's there. Uh, Ed, Herman Edwards is there. Yeah. Like Gruden, John Gruden. Gruden, Andy Green, John Gruden's. There. I'm like, dude, what? John Gruden's only one job now, but I think now. it's because he's been left to his own accord. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I think he's great like, on Monday Night Football. If he could go back under, like another coach and just like kind of reel it back in a little bit i think it'd be better yeah plus you know he's he's with the raiders so yeah the raiders i i saw actually speaking of the raiders i saw a statement from mark davis their owner who's <laughs> he knows how to make a statement cra- crazy great. as a loon uh he's so a he, typewriter he he might have he said that he wouldn't be surprised if there was no nfl season and i'm like you were the only person that is saying that you should push it, dude. You built a new stadium. Yeah, what are you like, talking about? Yeah, he's just gonna sit back and collect on him. You built a de- like, you built a Death Star yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, which th- there probably will be no fans in it this year. But that's, that's what I was gonna ask you guys. I mean, and I know that we were just getting off the uh, Washington topic. Yeah, but it's like to go from like to being a bad team. Like, like we, we just pretend that Washington's gonna like have a season. Whatever, we'll we'll try. The NFL is gonna come back. I'm going to do that manifesting. Yes, you were just doing. I think so. Uh, but, like, imagine starting at Washington with no fans. Like, San Diego's used to it. You know, yeah. uh, Gordon came out and said that. But, uh, I mean, it's just already a conflict. Like, could you even, like, want to go support that kind of stuff? Would you go to NFL Stadium? Are there going to be the waivers and stuff that people have to sign? Like, Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I know here in Kansas City it wouldn't be a problem because we're very passionate about our Chiefs. But, yeah, would, would I travel? Because typically, you know, there's – I mean, our group of friends, we started it last year, but we traveled to Nashville to a game to watch the Chiefs. And there was talk of going to watch the Chiefs in Vegas this year or maybe in L.A., you know, and which those things are probably not happening now because you can't go to game. I mean, every every – City is going to be different, but yeah, I don't think there's going to be fans in attendance. Maybe playoffs. Maybe. What's that like six? six where we at? We're, 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 we don't get to watch like football in person. Five months January. away. Yeah. Maybe. Um, what was maybe. It like watching soccer without fans in the stadium? Was it just. Weird? Actually, I was good it was with so it. Quiet, yeah, it? so it's quiet. Uh, you get to hear, it's different. You get to hear the guys yelling at each other. Get to hear the co- the managers a lot yelling. Uh, you get to, I mean you get to hear the bench screaming out. Mm-hmm. It's actually a different feel. Baseball will be really fun too that way because you get to hear a lot of language these guys use at each other, which is actually really really fun or terrifying. Yeah, they, they especially they, hearing that O line D line mashup. I do not want to hear what they're saying in there. I kind of do. I'm I'm like those. Are, what, See, what, I, what I you saying about your mom? Just saying about your mom. Yeah. So yeah. The the New York. I know. So I watched some. I watched the, uh, two innings of the New York New York summer camp, which is the you know Mets Yankees, mm-hmm. and those guys are actually pretty. I think they probably knew they were being like a lot of people were watching them. They were pretty cordial. Like, and those guys are like, they're they're a good group of dudes. Like, they they were pretty nice to each other. But it's baseball. Yeah. 
I think the when it gets when it comes to the I think when it comes to the Astros, like when guys like guys are gonna be saying stuff to the Astros, yeah. Like I really would like to see that because I'm like, dude, like they're gonna be like, what's up, what's up, dude? You banging on that trash can out there, man? What's going on, man? Exactly. You know, and, and tonight we might get to see the Royals and the Astros. Uh, probably, Royals might be nice. Too. Royals are a night, night, well mannered team. Yeah. They, 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 they probably will be. There was probably some kind of like handshake agreement with this deal. Like, hey, if we're gonna come up there and scrimmage for a couple be, days, can you be nice? Big fight with. Nice there'll be a guys? big. There'll be like a. Oh, that'd be different too. Like if there's like a like right, somebody charges the mound. The, the everything oh, yeah. empties and there's no crowd and it's just you just hear the fists like flying <laughs> guys yeah. like talking trash i'm down for that it's gonna happen it's gonna I happen see, I uh, think that's what I bryce sports the most is this shit talking like i yeah. can't pick on yeah. a cowboys fan being like hey you're still living in the 90s cool like i can't talk shit when there's nothing to talk shit on so it's like football off season is already bad enough but like the chiefs fans peaked we left uh, out on top we won a super bowl had a parade covid hit uh, and now it's like, okay, well, if we don't have a season, we're still Super Bowl champs, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. And we still have a lot of good stuff to talk about with the contracts and stuff, too. So we're like, oh, we're yeah, we're feeling, we're feeling pretty good. Chiefs fans are living the life right they now. They are. They we're really feeling are. pretty good. Absolutely. The, we got our mayor dunking on Kevin Keatsman right everything's now. 100%. Awesome. Everything's 100%. awesome. Everything's 100%. So yeah. uh, we can move on to another team in the NFC East, which is Gary's team, which is <laughs> which is the Cowboys, which we like to talk the Dak boys. a lot of shit on. Um, the Dak boys. <laughs> So uh, they move forward without a contract. Uh, rumor was, or not rumor, uh, I think it's fact. Dax, Dax guys came to uh, Dallas uh, like almost, almost at crunch time. Yeah, and we're trying to put something together real quick. And Jerry's like, "No thanks." Uh, so basically, what it goes on is 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 really it's the same disagreement, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually not the dollar four years versus five years. It's four years, five years, where Dak wants the four, Dallas wants. The, you know, the, you know, Jerry wants the five. I'm like, that's my last one, right, man? That's my last one. Yeah, it's my last one. So the uh, so the deal on that is, it, and I saw some takes on that this week, which actually it influenced my train of thought a little bit. But I would say that if I was Dak Prescott, I actually would have taken the longer contract. I would have taken the uh, the kind of the sure thing. Uh, Colin, I, I watched Colin Cowherd. Uh, Colin Cowherd which actually put it really well, which was that Dallas has given Dak everything he's needed to succeed. So you might as well stay there an extra year, which they have. They've given him a top five running back. They've given him a top five offensive line. They've given him a top Amari Cooper, argue top 15 receiver. I guess the lowest he would be on anybody's list is probably 15. Uh, For me, he's top 10. Uh, They've given him a top receiver. Uh, They haven't given him a great defense. Uh, but they've paid a bunch of guys, and 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 Jerry's actually not afraid to pay people, but he wants long term deals, just like you guys got. An old, there's an old lineman as a yeah. ten year deal, which he's a big old stud, uh, so he should should get a big deal like that. But I think Dak, uh, I think Dak plays this out, and I actually feel like, um, with some of the comments I've seen from Dak's brother and stuff like that, I think if if they don't do well this year. I think Dak is on a different team next year. I, I've said it all along that he would play under the franchise tag, and if he doesn't make it to the NFC Championship game, he's on a new team next year. I would actually, and, and the thing is too, I'd look for a team like NFC Championship, like the Bear, like the Bears to go really hard for him, uh, something like yeah. that. Dak is, and that's good. fine. He he, like to me, and, and this was one thing that did bug me about some Chiefs fans, not all Chiefs fans. 
But when Mahomes signed that deal, uh, you know, people were on Twitter and Facebook and social media saying, hey, well, now what, what's what's that mean for Dak? What's that? Dak is not Mahomes. They're not the same guy. They're not the same player. Mahomes has an MVP, a Super That's Bowl true. MVP. He has a Super Bowl championship. Okay, so would you agree? Dak has none of that. Would you agree with this if I said so? If you say Mahomes is an A plus, which he is, an, he's an A. He is he's an absolutely. A+. Yeah, I think I would say I would say Dak Prescott is about a B plus. Yeah, I, because there's no I would agree with that. One, I, and, one and two playoffs. Mm-hmm. One and two in the playoffs. Um, the years there's years where Zeke gets suspended. There's years where Zeke gets. There's mm-hmm. a year where Zeke gets hurt, and they're not very good. And Dak. Didn't he's a B plus guy because I, Dak couldn't carry him. Yeah. Whereas, now, if, whereas if on a difference between when you talk about an A plus quarterback or an A quarterback, where it's a Brady, a Breeze, a Mahomes, or a, uh, who else? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, obviously, if someone gets hurt, you're still good. Mm-hmm. The guy can carry the team and, and and really can make plays with anybody else on the team. Uh, and I'm not saying Dak Prescott is a bad quarterback because he's not a bad quarterback. No. I don't dislike right now. He is a B plus dude. Yeah. And he can still elevate. And yes, if he won a Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones would pay him all the money. I guarantee it. But I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because the amount of times that I see Dak in the news, I'm like, I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. B plus. I, 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 just, I think C minus at really? best. I, he throws See, I think he's better like than that. Like a, like a hot potato. He has – I just don't like – I don't understand the hype, I guess, is my problem. One, one thing – one big problem – one big problem I had was, like, I felt like Dak and the franchise deal and him not getting it done last week dominated the news cycle on all the yeah, sports that's channels. True. Yeah. And I'm like, why is it news? Like, we've had six months to get this done. And pretty much all signs were pointing to the contract was not going to get done. So why is it news that it didn't get done by three o'clock on a Wednesday? Like, because right. it's Cowboys and you, and you guys have the. You guys, I mean, that is true. And you but, guys have the biggest fan base. I mean, like you know, anybody wants to say that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they have a, and you guys got are, a big fan base. There are some Cowboys fans out there that are delusional and think that Dak should have got paid all this money. But I'm like, what what has he done to earn it? He's he's been good, like you said. I I think B plus is a pretty good rating for him. Um, you know, kind of where he belongs. I think the a similar contract that you could probably give to him. I I mean, it's it's maybe a little less than, than whatever, but it's kind of the Carson Wentz deal. Mm-hmm. I think would be an okay contract for him because Carson Wentz technically has a ring, but also at the same time was he got hurt. injured and he he was he was leading MVP candidate at the time when he got hurt. But like he's. Like Dak is a lot like Carson Wentz, a lot more durable, a mm-hmm. lot more durable than Carson Wentz is. But he's like the B plus quarterback who's like pretty good, but not fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say he's probably at this point he's either yeah in the NFC East he's either the best or he's tied with Wentz as far as like yeah. whatever. Um, but he's see not, I put him above Wentz just because durability he, the durability. Because number as far as like Wentz being healthy, like the numbers are better for Wentz. Yeah, but like he can't stay healthy. But he can't stay healthy. He gets banged up. So, you know, so I downgrade him big time for I that mean, because hell, in that case, Nick Foles is like somebody who looks like Napoleon Dynamite. That I was, yeah, I was talking so much crap when he came to the Chiefs. I was like, what? Why would we ever have that? Well, you know, it turns out with the right weapons and having everything else, look what Nick Foles can do. But 
you know. Nick Foles is a strange mm-hmm. quarterback. He's a strange right? quarterback. Right? So he gets like. He's been really bad at times. And he's super been horrible at times. So we've like, seen him with the Rams really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Except he gets. And then. Come on. That's yeah, true. True. Uh, with Chip. With. Yeah. So, yeah. Chip Kelly at. Yes. In, no, hold on. Chip Kelly in Philly. Uh, Nick Foles only threw like two. He was like thirty-four touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, a lot of high high percentage throws. Uh, High percentage throws, big time. And then Foles uh, Foles played for the Rams when he got traded for Bradford. Not very good with Jeff Fisher. Uh, And then Foles in Jacksonville got hurt. Didn't really pan out, so he goes to Chicago. But we know for a fact, as far as Foles in clutch situations, he's great. Yeah, great, and he was great in the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. It, it, the Dak thing is goofy because you're like, man, you don't want to overpay him because you don't want to be tied down on the cap space. Mm-hmm. And you, you're, you, you, but know, you don't just sure. want to let him walk either. Like, he's, he's you know, he's kind of like that girl you've been dating for a while. Like, and you're, you, you don't want to let her go. Whoa. But wow. you're not really sure you want to get married to her just yet. So you're like, and eh, let's just ride this thing out a little bit longer and see what happens. <laughs> I haven't been there. I don't know. I don't know. He's one woman. That's it. Yeah, that's right. One that's woman, right. man. One that's one it. woman since he was uh, 14. That's it. Just one. one. Right. Forever. 23 years. <laughs> one, <Yeah>. one woman. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that I one. I don't to commit to that, that yeah. take. Yet. Okay. So just for now. I get it, Yeah. Though. No, it's but all I, good. I get that analogy because I feel like I've been that woman. You're like, oh, shit. What is she going to do next? Like, I was almost married a few times. So I was like, yeah. I can see that. Like, I can definitely see that, like, the liability issue. Yeah, sure. so you're kind of like, eh, I'll ride this out a little, yeah. you know. So it's like a quarter- I, I don't want to break it up. That's I don't, don't want to get a, rid of her. A quarterback <laughs> commitment is a lot like a marriage. It is. It is. In we this got, day and age. We've for at least 10 years. I remember Beautiful. this guy on Twitter, uh, his name is Coximus. It's C-O-X. I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyways, he said, I think marriage should be, like, NFL contracts. Like, you get put up for review. You can always be a fr- I'm like, I'm free agent, team free agent forever, I think, at this point. But I think it's hilarious. Like, you can renew the contract. Or you're like, you know what? I think it's not working. Maybe you should go see other people. And I was like, that's the most brilliant approach to marriage I've ever heard of. And yeah. contract marriage. Well, you know, I'm a one-woman guy now. So for, I can't, for, I can't for the rest say, of my life. I can't life. agree with that. I can't do it. You can't, you can't agree with that? On camera, because, you know what I mean? Because you would be up for well, a review. And at yeah. any given point, you're supposed I mean, to I, be I like, passed my review. Would you? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. You get you? What's Pat? What's Pat? How do you get graded on the review? Let's get your wife in here and see if she I mean, can pass. Let's yeah. How do you? Uh, what, what's it? Was it like one out of? Yeah. Is it like one out of ten? Um, yeah. Or is it like? Or is it like the A B C D like grade I think we were given? Get a grade, like a draft grade. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I'm like a, I'm like a B plus. Like B plus. B plus husband. That's good. I help out. Help mm-hmm. out. Get the to-do list done. I, I help out. I get the to-do list done. I mow the grass. I do laundry. I do dishes. That basically can be hired out. So slightly mess, slightly messy sometimes. <laughs> he doesn't have money to hire people to do that. Well, we'll just get you sponsors that are cleaning services, laundry services, there you go. grass services, and then boom. I don't know why you haven't done this already. Like you can just sponsor out your lifestyle. You oh know? man, that works. Look at how much free time you'd have. I need Tito's. <laughs> I need, or actually, uh, what, what's trying to get a Tito's Tom, sponsor? Tom's Town. No, Tom's you want town. The, no, you local get, like, Kansas the, City. No, just I like I get good good Tom's call. Town. Hit them Distillery. Up. Hit them they make, up. A, they make vodka. 360 vodka. Uh, yeah, or 360. Hit them, hit them up. Hit them hey, up. if they want to sponsor you me. You got clear tin, and that's brewed out of, or just yeah. in Olathe. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's around here. So, yeah. yeah. If any of them want to sponsor me. There's a lot me, of local vodka consumption going on, so you might yeah. want to get a sponsor. I will, drink, I will move on from, like. I'll drink them exclusively. 
husband grades to like trying to get vodka sponsors. Yeah, Jerry's yeah. going straight for the. He's all over. Well, she's holiday. when she said you could get your lifestyle sponsored. I'm like, well, my well, lifestyle is vodka. All of a sudden, it's, so, especially it's if I'm like quarantined again. Light, quarantine this light bulb like pops off. Like, man, oh, yeah, hey, uh, for him, we could just put a like football game in front of him and tell him it's current and just play 90s Cowboys highlights hey. for him, and he'll be like, "This is great." Actually, one night there was one of the 90s. Uh, it was the. NFC Championship against the 49ers on, like, FS1. That's dope. And I sat there and watched it. Of course um, you did. Yeah. I watched the full game of soccer. I wish, it was still, I wish it was still 1994. <laughs> uh, That's every Cowboys fan. Or 1993 ever. or whatever. I know. I, I, used, I used to be able to say that at least, you know, my favorite team won a Super Bowl in my lifetime. To you, can't say no more, buddy. Yeah, can't say that. No. Gonna we, win another, we we're going to win another one so. next year, so it's all good. Yeah, I know. So maybe. Run it back, baby. Anyway, what else you got? They're going to run it. I don't know. I had sent you. I, I don't know. What's that, what else is going on? I had sent you a text message with like all the stuff we were going to talk you guys about. You very organized. I know. I dig it because, I mean, no, there's, we, there's we not did. enough sports going on to like just talk about all the crazy Pick stuff. Pick something on the text. Like, I can see no, it. so it's what's so yeah, going on. Yeah, he sent me a text. Washington. Like... <laughs> no, you know what? I had mentioned like the, the Oklahoma, like the battle for Oklahoma quarterback. Who's going to start for Oklahoma? But oh, I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spencer Rattler. I don't want to talk about that. It's a real. No, he came up with ideas. He was coming up with ideas. He was coming up with ideas. What else did I say? What's going on? Travis Henry. Oh, yeah. Tra Henry? Actually, I say Travis Henry. I said Derek. Yeah, you said Travis Henry. Travis Henry. <laughs> Why don't you learn how to I, type, bro? I was drinking. I was like, who is Travis, Travis Henry? Henry? So, Derek. Yeah. Haven't you heard? Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Ten second thing. Derrick Henry got extended by the Titans, yep. which was like the Good easiest move. move they could have ever done. Zion left the bubble, which the NBA has to hate because oh. they want they want him to be good so bad. But I mean, he hasn't done, he hasn't really played. He started playing games in like January, and then obviously everything got shut down in March. Uh, one of the reasons so. I feel like one of the reasons the NBA actually created the playing games was to actually try to get the Pelicans to make it into um, like the tournament thing they're yeah. going to do. Because they want Zion in for ratings, which I actually think makes a lot of sense, and I would have done the same thing. Uh, Zion had a family emergency, had to leave the bubble, which means the Pelicans are going to be garbage now. Uh, so they will not make it into there, but the NBA starts uh, next week, I believe. Yeah, July, I think July 30th? I think so, yeah. Yeah, which I'll be in. Um, this, this championship, I wouldn't say it has an asterisk by it. I would say it's just a different kind of championship. Hey, well, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. So... Friday night, the Royals play at 6-10. Saturday, they play at 4-10. Okay? If you would like to watch one of those games with us, because this show will air before then. It'll probably so, air today. Let's yeah, it'll probably air today. So. I, need, I need stuff for the, the weekly recap. So Great. Oh, there you go. It's you guys Great. spoken. That's it. All right. <laughs> Great. Um, so if you want to watch one of those games with us, then tweet us at Midwest Mics or tweet the network um, at KCPN network. Yeah, we should do a watch party, like maybe at the Peanut or something. Yeah, and maybe we can set that up between now and Friday or Saturday. Um, got some time. My wife is out of town this so weekend. You're just so you just trying to hype up a party is really what. So you're basically, doing. like, yeah, I, I just, I need an excuse <laughs> to get hey out guys, of my house. Come out, hang out <laughs> with like, me, please. Hang out with some I have, I have no other friends, so please, <laughs> yeah, uh, please come through. This is like the sad. 
dad died that made cheeseburgers for his grandkids and they never showed up. Yeah. And so they had a scar rally around Yeah. Oh, man, Pop Pop made burgers. Yeah. So maybe we should just tweet a photo of you looking sad at a table because no one Yeah, please, please come. Please come watch this Royals game. There you go. Yeah. Gary doesn't have a lot of. We'll start like a, like a, what is it, the ASPCA, whatever that is, commercial. Oh, yeah. With the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there alone at the peanut. Like, I got my vodka in front of me. I'm just like so sad. Like, you know somebody come hang out with me. You know I'll show up. That's, yeah, I know. Please, so, somebody come hang out with me and watch yeah, this no, game. Um, if you want to, if maybe you, maybe we can do a little watch party or something. Let's do it. If okay. uh, if there's interest, then let's make yeah, it happen. Friday night we've got the spoken. So oh yeah, they'll be live. So they'll be live. So we could definitely do Saturday. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I can definitely do Saturday too. So yeah, warm up your like like spouse free weekend. Yeah. Like, a Friday night, maybe take a bubble bath, relax. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, maybe. Look at you. You you guys that you know are married, you know like. You know, when the spouse goes out of town. It's home alone time. It's home. Like, yeah, it's it's like, hey, I can breathe a little bit. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, it's not not that I don't love my wife. I'm not saying that. But, you know, it's nice to have yeah, some. backtrack a little bit. Away there, time. Not that I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I love yeah, being I around. Love I mean, I, I, but, I'm you know, saying, it's nice just, to have I'm some alone saying, time. I have a lot of fun. I think you can I'm just saying it's time for me to have some fun without her around. No, it's, it's just nice to have some alone time. So, yeah, Friday evening, I'll kind of be. It'll be wild. Just it's nice out. to have yeah. some alone time. Maybe I uh, will run a Can I hang out with a bunch yeah. of strangers? <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, Austin. Well, that's gotcha. sucker. Gotcha, that's, sucker. No, no, no. That's Saturday. Because Friday night's the spoken. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, her. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah I, Saturday. I'm just selfishly wanting to be a part of it. So, I'll just make sure that you're doing there you a go. string of time that I can join for sure. Yes, that'll there work. Really Perfect. That'll work. And my buddy Tony's coming out from Iowa. So, shit. Things are getting real, yeah. real wild. Yeah, Tony. Tony's pretty. It's his birthday on Saturday. So, oh, shit. This is getting out of control. You wait, wait, hold friend. on. This dude yeah. is coming down. His birthday is Saturday. Yep. And he's not <laughs> hanging out with his family. No, he's coming down to hang out with me. Absolutely. It's your birthday. You should be selfish. You should hang out with Gary. All right. It's his birthday present to himself. Yeah. yeah I'm getting out no. of I'm getting out his, of Iowa. His, his kids oh are my God. His kids are grown. Like they're 19, 20, yeah, like they're in I'll, college. My kids so. will be grown when I'm 42. So I feel like Do I'll you guys have, like, Yeah, he, he's like second childhood. I want to say Tony's like 43, 44, birthday. something like that. Yeah. Well, I know his birthday's Saturday. How I don't know. What's he going to be? 40-something? 40-something. 40-something. Yeah, 40-something. He he's not 50 yet. No, he ain't 50 yeah, yet. Until you're 50, All right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's 40-something. So, happy birthday early to Tony up in Iowa. So, all right. I don't know. I'm rambling. What do we got? It's over. It's hit. It's the over. Hit. The show's over. We hit a new low. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just inviting random people to watch Royals games with me. I'm sorry. I'll just be at the peanut all alone. I mean, I'm at the peanut by myself all the time, so it's yeah, not that depressing. So, yeah. And maybe if I'm with you, then somebody famous will come in. Because, yeah, absolutely. like, when I'm there, it's just, like, random people. And yeah. I mean, they look at me time, funny. The most famous person that walked in was me, and that's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, I, if I'm the most famous person in the room, that's just pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, so nothing else? That's it. That's it. That's it. A new low here on Fully Loaded. Uh, Gary, more fun this episode, be my yeah. friend, please. Be my friend, please. <laughs> please be my friend. Um, At don't leave me alone. By, I need some wings. Yeah. By the way, yes. By the way, I do love the peanut wings. Seriously. Those are awesome. They are going to be a sponsor. They have to be at some yes. point. Yes. Come on. So, anyway. All right. Well, I'm Gary. This is Austin. And this has been Midwest Mike's Fully Loaded on the Kansas City Podcast Network. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netzer. 